Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for game plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration. Blog Talk Radio. You used to call me on my... You used to, you used to... Yeah. You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. Everybody knows and I feel left off. Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed off. Cause ever since I left the city, you started wearing less and going out more. Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. Hanging with some girls I never seen before. To call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you, you, you You and me, we just don't get along You make me feel like I did you wrong Going places where you don't belong Ever since I left the city, you You got exactly what you asked for Running out of pages in your passport Hanging with some girls I've never seen before to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing these days, all I do is wonder if you're bending over backwards for someone else. Wonder if you're rolling up a backwards for someone else. Doing things I taught you getting nasty for someone else. You don't need no one else. You don't need nobody else. No. Why you never alone? Why you always touch a roll? Used to always stay at home, be 
girl, you was in the zone. Yeah, you should just be yourself. Right now you're someone else. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. And I know when that hotline blink. That can only mean one thing. I know when that hotline blink. Only me one thing Ever since I left the city what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is. Uh, Well, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right? It's a place that you can call your own, where I serve as your big sister. The big sister you never knew you needed or wanted. You can call me about anything. If you're gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, uh, a shit-talking jerk, Uh, if you go to high school and pretend to text people while you're, you know, leaning against your locker, even though you're really not texting anybody because you have no one to text, Well, consider me your new best friend. Anyway, I think you get the gist of it. This this show is kind of like Loveline, but not like Loveline. Anyway, let's move forward, shall we? I'm so excited I got to debut that hot new song uh, that you guys have never heard before called Hotline Bling by Drake. Isn't that exciting? Uh, Later tonight, I'm going to debut a a real cool artist that uh, you probably have also not heard of called The Weeknd. I don't know. We'll get to it later or whatever. Anyway, I'm totally joking. If you don't fucking get the fact that I'm kidding, uh, you don't belong here. I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I used Hotline Bling as my opening song. I was rushed. I was doing a lot of stuff today. The thing is, it's a great song. It's a great song. It's just like we're done. We've been maxed out. We're done except on tonight's episode of Boy Crazy Radio. Um, Oh, my goodness. Didn't make a bold new song choice selection for you guys for the opening song. But you know what? Whatever. It is a great song. Anyway, here's where I want to start. Phone lines are open. If you're listening to the live show right now on November 11th, pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. I want to be your shoulder to cry on, your shoulder to lean on. I want to hug you over the internet. I'm an only child with a lot of energy. And uh, I swear to God, I give good advice. And if I don't, I'll direct you elsewhere. Or I'll just listen and distract you. So you're going to win no matter what. Um, If you're too much of a puss to call into the show and you don't appreciate old-timey phone calls, you're ridiculous. But you can tweet me your question at Alexi Wasser. Or you can email me your question with, like, all the pertinent info. Like, if you need to, like, say a lot of stuff that you can't fit into Twitter, email me your question to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject line, big sis. I have a lot of emails to read tonight, or like three, um, only one, and I'm going to get to the phone calls, 
in two seconds, but I want to tell everybody tonight, if you're in Los Angeles, if you live in Los Angeles or you're going to be in Los Angeles this Sunday, November 15th, I want you to come to this show that I'm putting on. It's called Alexi's Big Show. I named it myself. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm Alexi. It's my big show. Uh, What I've done is I'm not a comedian, okay? We know this. I'm not like a professional comedian. I am a a person. I'm a a blogging, podcasting monster, like, you know, like everybody is now, right? So what I've decided to do is, because I'm friends with a lot of really talented, funny, like professional, like uh, respected comedians that are awesome who like, you know, get up and do their comedy and write new stuff all the time and, like, do what you need to do to actually be, like, a respected, legit comedian. I know the coolest ones. I know the best-looking ones. I know the funniest ones. And what I've done is I've curated the show at The Smell this Sunday, November 15th at 9 p.m. Yes, tickets are $5. You can get them at the door. No big deal. Entry fee is $5 because we're paying these broke-ass comedians because they can barely survive. But they're totally hilarious. They're there to make you laugh. And I, since I'm trying to be a self-proclaimed sexpert uh, relationship guru or whatever the fuck, um, I'm going to be hosting. I will be introducing the funny comedians. And I'll be doing crowd work because I don't want to stress myself out with planning too much. But uh, I'm going to be a total wreck till Friday. I mean, Sunday. Oh, my God. I don't even know what the show is. Holy shit. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I'm going to be hosting. I'm going to be taking, if, if anybody needs love and dating advice, I'm going to be there to give it. I'm going to be uh, meeting people in the audience. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Be prepared for my portion of the show to be a hilarious, exciting, brave slash train wreck, okay? Who knows what's going to happen? But you're going to get to see all these other people. For example, let me pull up the flyer. This is why it's exciting. I'm going to give you the address. I'm going to tell you who's on the bill. Alexi's Big Show, a pop-up comedy show, this Sunday, November 15th, 9 p.m. at The Smell, which is in downtown Los Angeles, featuring the amazing comedians Brent Weinbach, Esther Pavitsky, a.k.a. Little Esther. She's a, she's a mega babe, by the way. Total stone-cold fox. Andrew Michon, Casey Jean Ellison, Georgia Brooks, Sean Perlman, and Alana Johnston, hosted by me, which should be of some interest to you because you're listening to the show right now, all right? And listen, if you're a guy or a girl and you want to be friends, I'm going to be there in the flesh. Don't hurt me or do anything weird, but let's hug and actually meet each other face-to-face. Could be awesome, I think, or totally terrifying and scary. Oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't put myself out there like that. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's move on to Boy Crazy Radio. So I know where you're going to be this Sunday in Los Angeles, but let's be here now on Wednesday on Boy Crazy Radio. First call of the evening, area code 323, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, my name's uh, Sophia, Um uh, calling from my bedroom. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Can I out you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, this is crazy. This is the luckiest day of all of our lives. We are on the phone right now, <laughs> live with Sophia Amoruso, uh, a.k.a. Girl Boss herself. Girl uh, boss. And, you know, 
this is exciting. What are you doing? What are you wearing? I don't know. I just saw your Instagram post, and I was like, I want to talk to Alexi. <laughs> Okay. What are we what are we talking about? The fact that I have a new crush on somebody? I don't want to talk about that, Sophia. Um, I'm not so sure. Oh no. Oh god, I have a fucking spray tan in a second. I like washed my face, I got all ready for bed, and then Joel just held up our like calendar. Like he got a pop up on his phone and it says spray tan and there's someone coming over. Because I have to go to Miami tomorrow and I look like real pasty. Anyway, Hi. Believe this is happening right now. Everybody, are you freaking out? Do you know that my demographic is the same as your demographic, except yours is times a million? And all these girls are probably listening, freaking out, being like, "Is this true?" Sophia is calling in, talking about her spray tan. It's exciting. I am, and I have a mask on my face. I mean, I can ask advice and stuff. I hope this is interesting. I have a mask on my face uh, that is like an animal character, so I just basically am like wearing. But it's like a mask. You know those ones that are like wet and Japanese and stuff? But this one has like an animal face printed on it. So I'm looking real hot right now. I decided to call you, you know, because I was feeling really good about myself. Oh, my God. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to answer this. We're going to take in a call. Hold on one second. Okay. I feel like I have to. All right, here we go. Okay. And then I'll ask you for some words of wisdom before we lose you to the spray tan. Okay, area code Okay. Five oh five, you're on with me, Alexi Walker, and Girl Boss slash Nasty Gal Sophia Amoruso. What's going on? Hi, hey. I was the one last week that called in the last five minutes of your show, and and you were very nice and told me to call back next week. So my name is Elizabeth, okay. and I'm 21, and I'm from Iowa. And hi, um, Elizabeth. Say hi to Sophia. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So so it's like it's like it's like a saga and. I've, this is literally the fourth time I've called you, um, but just, like, in summary, like, very quickly, like, I started a relationship with a, a guy in France when I was a student there last semester. Um, it was way more serious and more, like, I don't know, I'd never been in a relationship like that before, and, and so we decided to keep it long distance, and then he came to visit me for a month here in America, which was, I thought was going to be terrible, and then it turned out to be awesome. And um, and he, we both, like, decided, we're like, no, we're doing this. We're, like, going to be long distance, especially because, like, I'm planning, I'm planning on moving back to France when I graduate because um, I'm finishing school. And um, then all Wait, of a sudden, hold on, let me, just, let me just like, interrupt you really quick. Let me, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get bored at any minute, just hang up. Okay. What? Me? No, I'm talking to my friend Sophia. I'm just saying she gets bored or whatever and needs to go. She needs to just hang up. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm but, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Stop this it. Is boring. Oh, don't <laughs> Okay, keep going, Elizabeth. Okay, okay. So I um, so this has all happened, and then last week we like wasn't responding to my text messages, which is weird. And I know like maybe sounds silly, but I was like something's up, and something was up. And I talked to him, and he was like, oh, like maybe we should take a break. And I was like kind of taken aback just because like he'd been so much more on the page of like staying together than even I had been, and um. Then we talked again, like, later this weekend, because he just wasn't talking to me, and I was finally like, we need to talk, and obviously it's, like, weird over Skype and stuff, but then he's, like, like, you know, he just says that, like, you know, I, I, like, still love you, and I, like, obviously still love him a lot, but I just, like, I don't know how to proceed. I don't know, like, I think I decided, like, I was, like, I understand if you need to take a break long distance, especially, like, across an ocean is ridiculous in a lot of ways, Um, but, like, I just don't know what position I'm in, and I don't feel like I have the right to, like, date someone new, you know? I feel like he would be, like, I feel like 
we're both in the situation where I would be hurt if he started dating someone new, and he would be hurt if I started dating someone new. So, like, what do you okay. do? Okay. I have a few questions first, but Sophia, did you understand all of that, or should I get some more insight? Yeah. Uh, I, I get it. How old are you? I'm 21. Um, I would say go date other people. <laughs> I agree. I think I would say when he's French. Alexi, this is your show. Go ahead. No, well, I mean, no. Throw it to you first. Well, he's French. He's the yes. one that said put it on hold. And you're 21. Like, oh my God. Like, don't. I mean, I get. Like, yeah. I, I guess I don't get it because I'm was like just kind of a prude until like about five <laughs> years ago when I got married. But I would just say there's so much. So you want to experience, like, many people. I don't know. But then some people meet each other and they stay together forever. But he's French. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so with you. I don't, I mean, not to be rude, but I don't like French guys. Mm -hmm. I don't feel safe with them. I've never felt great with them. (laughs) I just don't want to date a guy that I just don't feel safe with. And also, here's what I think. French, American, Spanish, Italian, wherever a dude is from, wherever a person is from, I feel like male or female if somebody is, is saying anything to you that is trying to extricate themselves from the relationship, it's almost, it mm-hmm. doesn't even matter what they're saying. It doesn't even matter mm-hmm. what they're saying. They're they're trying to move Put away from the relationship. Yeah. 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 So, so here's what I think you should do. I think you should just leave it alone. You do nothing. That's all you really have to do, nothing. You know what I mean? I know you're probably like yeah. stalking his Instagram. You're probably stalking his Instagram, right? Facebook? Yeah. Here, here's well, my question, though, and this is, like, a serious uh, thing. Like, even before I knew, like, I, I, like, study French very seriously, and I've been planning, like, even before I met him to, like, there's a program a lot of, like, French students do, or, like, American students do in France. Um, and so I know I will be back in France this coming year. I don't want to be the sort of girl that's, like, like, I get there and I'm like, oh, like, are you still waiting for me? Like, like that's obviously not who I want to be. But like, how would I navigate that situation of like being Elizabeth, in the same Elizabeth. place and then like, Elizabeth, like I don't know, Elizabeth, Elizabeth you're spinning yeah. right now, and I, I like, I can recognize this behavior because I'm, I have spiraled a million times. I'm sure I'll spiral like in a few hours from now after the show. Like, right <laughs> now, he, it's sad, and you haven't taken it in yet. I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but for right now. You guys are on a, You guys are broken up. It's not happening now. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever word you want to use, it's not happening right now. You mm-hmm. don't have to think about what. You don't have to think about the. But really, listen to me. Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to do. You you need not do a thing. Like you don't have to do anything. You don't have to worry about what how you navigate it and what you how you go about it. If and when you go back to France, like let him come to you. Like ideally, you want a guy coming for you. I don't mean to be like old school or whatever, gender stereotypes, mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever, like snore. Like, you want somebody to want to be with you. And right now he's signaling he doesn't He doesn't want to be with you. And it sucks and it, and it hurts your ego and it's a bummer. And like... But he's I, also telling, like, he's also like texting me regularly. Like, I know I know texting is like not the same and we're far away. But like also like asking me like like we've Skyped and it's been like his prompting the past few days. And, like, I just, like, should I keep talking to him? I'm confused. I feel like this, do you, I mean, you could send one. I mean, Sophia, what should she do? I feel like this, like, 
I'm confused. Why is he still texting you? How about if you don't want to be with me, you can say, if you don't want to be with me and you want to take a break, let's really take a break. And then hang out with your girlfriends, figure out what you want to do with your life, like, you know, mm-hmm. focus on your schoolwork, hang out with your family, have crushes on new people, read a book, like, you know what I mean? Like, just, there's so many things to do, and I know you're obsessing about this guy right now because you love him, and it's like, but I say just don't do anything, leave it. And then, mm-hmm. Sophia, what do you think? That's it, right? Say, so, like, I, you know, it's just like, I, I think... If you're if you have been in a relationship with someone, they the least the you know the at minimum they owe you clarity, and uh and and communication. So, mm-hmm. you know he he's indicated that he wants to maybe like take a break, which maybe means move on, which mm-hmm. just like you don't want to be the girl who's like, you know please 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 or like I'm here when you're I'll be exactly yeah yeah yeah. Because that's just like once you lose, once someone loses respect for you, it's really hard for them to regain it. So mm-hmm. I would say like have some self-respect, like you know, be like, what's actually happening? What do you want to do? And then you know, peop- and and then whatever is said, regardless of whether you guys stay together or not, people speak with their actions and not their words. And you know, mm-hmm. he may may just really miss you, and he doesn't know what he's doing, and he just misspoke or he could be like skyping you just to like say you know satisfy his ego and make sure that like every girl that he's texting who knows there could be other ones is like still cares about him you know it could just be like that you know him getting you on skype means that like he's still important in the world and it makes him feel good and i don't know at that point then you're just wasting your energy on someone who's like you know in love with himself yeah Oh, oh my God! Saving lives left and right—that was amazing. Yeah. Um, when's your spray tan? Wait, where's our friend? Oh, she's gone. She got the info. Like, you say goodbye. We're Elizabeth is still listening. I didn't say goodbye, but I mean, like, we—I—I I said goodbye to Elizabeth because we have to get to other phone calls. But don't you have to jump oh, off? Work. Elizabeth is still listening. Oh, cool! I'm new at this. Um. Good luck, Elizabeth. I see you've been pretty smart. When can we find your podcast? Because Sophia has her, her own podcast. It's called Girl Boss Radio. And, like, where do we find Aww. it? On iTunes. On iTunes and girlboss.com. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Joel's like, what am I doing? I was, like, <laughs> making a list. And then I just, like, make these lists and go in circles and get confused about my life. And then, uh, whatever. Let's take another call. I have another. Let's take another call. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Area code 202, uh, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Can you hear me right now? Yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, hi. I'm 25, and I'm calling from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Oh, cool. welcome. Say hi, to, say hi to Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Hi. What's up? Oh, I don't know. I just saw a tweet, so I called in. I don't know how this <laughs> works. What were you guys talking about? We are tweeting. We're, 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 take, we're taking phone calls. Where you can, are, you, are you having any, like, uh, love, dating, life drama that you want to call in about? Um, That's a good question. No, I'm not dating. I'm married. 
and I have a daughter. Cool. Yeah. Oh, what would you like to say to us tonight? What's going on with you? Gosh, like I don't even know. It's been a really rough day. Um, I don't know. You guys can go to another caller though. I don't want to like because <laughs> I'm not gonna talk. You could say well, hi. I, I mean, was... cool just to say hi. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel fulfilled, but that's okay. But I mean, listen, I'm just glad. I'm just glad you're calling. Um, all right. Well, if you think of anything, I will revisit you in a moment. Okay. All right. Well, what was your name? Tanisha. All right, Tanisha, we're we're putting you on hold. We'll revisit that later. When is your spray tan? Because I'm going to read some emails, and I don't know if you, you have uh, the strength for this. When is the spray tan, Jules? I think it's probably, I probably got like a 15-minute heads up on my calendar. Oh, my God, I want to go to bed. No, I... Oh, my God. Okay, Sophia, here's what I want to know. What are we dying what? to know? What can I, like, ring out of you? Um, okay. What is the most important, like, dating? Wait, are you on speaker right now with Joel? Yeah. A poor Joel. Joel just has to, like, hi. <laughs> he can hear everything, Joel. and so can everyone else, by the way. Oh, I feel so bad for Joel. I just really do. What? <laughs> because he's like, bad. he's just, what'd you say? He's, he's being mean. He says he feels I'm bad for you, too. <laughs> I mean, we all have to be here, right? So we should all have pity on one another. Okay, I don't get it. Oh, my God. Moving on. Joel actually gives really – everybody who's listening to Boy Crazy Radio right now, Joel gives amazing advice as well. So you're in good hands. For the next however long, we have Joel and Sophia, who got married this year. I don't know if you guys know the backstory. Joel, are you there? I'm here. All right. Just in case anybody needs some male words of wisdom, you're yep. on standby, okay? All right. For the record, he said he like said French guy. I was thinking French guy, and Joel whispered French guy when we were earlier. So I think it's like unanimous. I don't know what it is about French guys, but I don't like them. Their culture isn't. They have a bad reputation, I guess. Bad rep. Um, Joel, and not not to take it away from Sophia for two seconds, but. Joel gave me some really good dating advice the other day um, because I was talking about how when I actually like somebody, it's it's horrible for me because it's so much easier to kind of be like, I'm casually dating, I'm not invested, I have my friends in my life, and then I'm just dating this person, and I and I don't care, I'm, I'm you know I'm keeping it casual, but then the minute I actually develop feelings for somebody, that's when I go ballistic and get so weird and have such a hard time trusting a person. And I start playing weird games, and it's just, like, hard for me to, like, I don't know, just be calm in getting to know someone and then trusting that, like, I don't know. You know the you best way to find out if you can trust someone? How? You can trust them. You just trust them? <laughs> I don't, what else can you do? I mean, I know. It's just difficult. But then, yeah. What was Joel's advice? Joel? Yeah. What was your advice? I don't remember. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> How did we get You're here, the one guys? that got it. Right. What was the What was my advice? I, mean, I can't remember. That's my problem. That's why I have so many relationship issues. Because oh I, I can never actually Podcast like. I can't, <laughs> I can't retain Joel's advice. 
No, what was he saying? He was just saying that, like, uh, we'll revisit this later. I don't know. Sophia, here's That's what really I know. Interesting. <laughs> it was It calmed me down in the moment is all I know. And basically it was just that I have to just, like, surrender, trust the person, and it'll unfold naturally. And if they're not trustworthy, it'll come out in the end, and there you go. But you can, I, can't con- I can't control everything. And, you know, it was a sage, very calm, wonderful advice because that's why your relationship is so great because – you know, you have all this energy, Sophia, and you're like, oh, I'm doing all these things. It's amazing. Like, you know, kind of similar to me, but different also. And then, like, Joel is just like, it's like a beautiful yin and yang thing. Don't you think? Yeah, Joel's really calming. He doesn't even need to give you advice. He's just like, he's just like there. Yeah, if you just you can just see him, like, standing near you holding a dog, and you're like, how do I, I, I feel so much better. How is it possible? <laughs> he's crazy. like the Buddha. <laughs> He is a Buddha. Um, all right. I don't even know what I have to ask you. You just randomly called us. <laughs> Sorry. Is there – go ahead. I have a Okay. So what is the, like, most important advice that you can give to our single girls as far as dating is concerned? We know that you learned or noticed while you were, like, you know, pre-Joel when you were out there. Don't date men under 30. No matter how old you are. <laughs> um, and because um, I think guys generally, generally mature a little later than girls. And I think it takes some failed relationships and some girls beating the shit out of them for them to know how to treat you well. So I think you like find a guy who's like already been through that. And then, and then they know how to. You don't have to tell them like really obvious stuff and be like disrespected and stuff. I don't know. I would say what else? And then you accept the the love you think you deserve. So just remember that. And um, if you're not getting it or enough move along because it's your fault you heard it here first folks that was incredible it's amazing joel any any uh last words you know just um take things slowly and that includes your own your own thoughts and your own emotions to not react in the immediate moment with every emotion or thought that you have because they're not all rational. You're, everybody creates stories in their head all the time and then they believe them and they act out on them and it, it ends up hurting other people and it hurts yourself in the short, long run, in the long, long run. So try to take it slow. That was so beautiful. That's how I managed to begin ruining and ruin every major <laughs> relationship I've ever been in. I swear to God, like, I, and this is for everybody listening, and uh, that's what I do. That's what I have a really bad habit of doing. It's like reacting quickly, saying things I can never take back, and, like, believing the stories in my head. And I would um, say, like, don't ditch people. Like, I, Joel's the only guy who's never, like, stormed out on me. 
like I can push people and I can push everyone and I can, you know, when the shit hits the fan, like sometimes regardless of who's, you know, right or wrong or whatever, like sometimes the impulse to like split, just like peace out, um, you know, hits, especially guys do that. And I think that's like really, that's like really damaging and, um, just really bad memories to have. And there's been times where Joel was like, I think I need to go home now. Like I need some space or whatever. And this was a while ago, you know, but just bailing on people like if, and there's so many people that have like weird abandonment issues and stuff. Like just don't bail on people. It's really not cool. Like if you actually want to like stay together at some point, which you probably don't know in the heat of the moment, like just don't bail on people. That's important. You mean like you mean like bail like break up like and say we're done. No, like 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 split form out the apartment and disappear and then like not like be responsive, like just be like completely like like storm out and like slam doors and not say goodbye and disappear for a full day or two days or whatever people do. Just like I don't know. I mean, every time you date someone, you're taking the responsibility of either, like, learning something, you know, yourself um, and the other person learning something or sending someone with even more damage out into the world. So every time you, like, fuck someone over, abandon them, cheat on them, like, make them, like, mistrust their own instincts because you're lying to them, like, that's going to send them, that damage is going to follow them to every fucking relationship. And and that's just, like, really unfair for them and for all the people they come into contact with. So I just think, like, be straight, don't bitch out, communicate, you know? Anyway. Oh, my God. This is more for me than for anybody listening, or it's for all of us. This is so great. I can't believe this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think I'm going to read emails now. Um, cool. I'm going to give you your show you? back. Give me my show back. I love you so much. Have a fun time. Uh, can I say I love you too. On a, on a trip? Too. She's going on a trip. I'm going on a boat. <laughs> thank you, Joel. And thank you, Sophia. I love you guys. Love you, Alexi. Good night. Night. Oh my God, that was incredible. That was so important just for me. Um. And now we're going to get back to the emails. Now we're going to get to the emails. Um, but definitely check out Sophia's podcast. It's called Girl Boss, available on iTunes. She has, like, heavy hitter guests. Very exciting. She's had, who she had? Charlize Theron. And uh, that's all I can remember. Anyway, but she's a godsend. I love her. Um, I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. That was the first time I've ever been a bridesmaid. Um, all right. Let's get to the email portion of the show. Um, phone lines are still open if you'd like to call in. 646-378-0649 is the number, and you can tweet me your question to at Alexi Wasser on Twitter. Have you heard of it? Me neither. Um, all right. This is a long one, but it's kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> Hi, Alexi. I'm Ed. I'm 31, and I live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I came across you while watching at midnight. Congrats on winning. Anyways, I looked you up, listened to a few episodes of the show. Uh, I like the advice you gave. 
blah, blah, blah. Uh, so this, this is why I feel ready to open up to you about some things I've not told anybody else. Truth be told, I'm overweight, not wholly unattractive and quite shy and reserved. However, I figured I would send you an email and get your thoughts on my situation. It has a uh, it has quite a bit of lead up to it, but I'll try to not make this a novel. Haha. About five years ago, I had a friend who had a system that he employed to make sure that he did not get bored with the girl he was currently dating. He would date a girl for about a year, then find another one to start cheating on her with. He would then break up with girl number one and start dating girl number two. To my knowledge, he still does this. At the point where he was on girl number four is where we pick up the story. It's Halloween 2011. He's been living with girl number four and has some friends over for a party. Some new faces arrive. Three girls that none of us have met before, except for the guy. He met them while out dancing at a club and hit it off with them. While at this party, I befriended the one that he was interested in. About two months later, sure enough, she is now girlfriend number five. She and I became quite close friends, interested in a lot of the same things. At first, things were all right. She was happy with him, and that was fine for me. But I knew that somewhere down the road he was going to hurt her by cheating on her with the next girl he had set his eyes on. It's March 2012, and they have hit a rough patch. Seeing an opportunity, I tell her about what he has done with girlfriends of the past. They break up, and I am by her side with chocolate and the like. You know, the usual post-breakup care package. Over the course of a week, I'm spending the night watching movies with her and watching her fall asleep in my arms. On one of the last nights, she guides my hand under her shirt and under her bra. I soon have both of my hands under her shirt, caressing her breast. Not wanting to go all the way, we kept our clothes on and dry humped like mad. A lot of rubbing, but no actual sex. And so after spending what I thought was an amazing week of being together with her, she goes back to the cheer. I am crushed. She has him bring back some DVDs and books that I had for her to borrow. I, I didn't hear for her, from her for the rest of the spring. Cut to July. I'm in Sacramento for an international laser tag tournament. Yes, they have those. I get a message from her asking if I wanted to Skype with her. I said, sure. Come to find out they have broken up and, and that I have been right all along. We pick up talking again every day, like no time had passed. Now, one of the reasons why she had never gone out with me was that I was seven, over seven years older than her uh, at the time. Well, it's now September, and she's dating a new guy, and this new guy happens to be 10 years older than her. He's in one of her classes, and, and they hit it off from there. They break up, though, after she told me about he, how he was getting abusive. He had pinned her to the bed and had screamed in her face, apparently. After a few weeks, I tell her how I feel about her. What happens is where I should have stopped, but couldn't since I was in love with her. She sends me a message saying, all right, we're both single and horny. How are we going to make this work? In my blindness, I end up agreeing to pay to be with her for $500 every time we have sex. I don't care. I don't care about paying her $500 every time we have sex. I finally have what I want to be with her. We would hang out, do coupley things together. I'd also pick her up from her apartment, take her to my apartment for a few hours, and we would go at it. During one of our get-togethers, I got her to come like 10 times. She also let me go anal on her. I thought things were perfect. She and I were together. Awesome. 
and as you can guess it, she starts getting distant and eventually cuts things off with me. I haven't spoken to her in three years. She is also back with the abusive guy and has been since. This, by the way, is just the lead-in story. While dealing with the depression of having been used so masterfully by her, I start going to a local strip club. While there, I befriend a couple of the waitresses. One of them and uh, and I hit it off quite well, and we start hooking up regularly. Come to find out, she's engaged, but she's having some second thoughts about it. Now, while this bothers me quite a lot, I continue hooking up with her. She ends her engagement when her fiancé puts his fist through a wall. She calls me crying while I'm at work to come and get her. I can't. So she has another friend come and get her, and she ends up hooking up with that guy and has been with him ever since. Here is my current situation and where my attention and affection lie. The other waitress that I befriended, that I had also hit it off with well, but not as much, With her, there's just something more that made me hesitant to even ask her out. That feeling of actually being scared about being rejected. So very apprehensively, I asked her out. With how my luck was going, I knew something was going to go wrong. Sure enough, the very day I asked her out, she just started seeing someone. Go figure. However, she still agrees to go out with me to our local public hot tub garden. I give her a back massage, and I even get to cop a feel under her swim top. Nothing more happens, but I feel it's a productive first step. We would see each other when I would go to the club, and after after she left there, I would go to the restaurant where she was waitressing. Every time I would leave, though, she would give me these incredible hugs, the kind where she would press her pelvis into mine. However, over the course of the last three years, I've hinted at how much I care about her several times, and it always seemed like it just pushed her away. Her hugs became less intense and our communication more scarce. She has at times broken up with the guy she started dating that day, has started dating someone new, and has gone back to him every time. The only times now that I really get a chance to talk to her is around her birthday. I get her some sweets and a gift card, and we go out to lunch or breakfast. Not a lot, just something to show her I still care. Her boyfriend, on the other hand, will take her to places and buy her expensive things. He took her to Las Vegas last weekend where she told me that they had a three-way. I don't know. uh, I don't know what I am to her. Do I keep waiting for her to maybe leave the guy she keeps going back to? Do I try to sit with her even though I have feelings for her? Or do I cut ties and move on from her, seeing as how I'm putting in all the effort to even try and be friends with her still? I'm sorry. This is a pretty long story. It's stuff that I've had on my mind for years, and it just continuously gets tread upon. I overthink a shit ton. I also sent you a picture of her and myself. I hope things are going well for you. Signed, Ed. Um, listen, Ed. Oh, that was a long email, and I'm so glad you sent it. And I don't regret reading the entire thing during my podcast. Uh, I'm just putting all the pieces together. Here's the thing. You say you got used by these girls. Now, I don't agree with that. You're 50% of this. Um... Yeah, dude, I mean, you, you're you going towards girls that are jerking you around, dicking you around, seem quite unhealthy in these weird fucked up relationships, um, you know, that they probably shouldn't be in. They've got their own drama and turmoil, but I don't know these people. I also don't know you, but you're the guy that has a crush on the girl and the girl, like, 
likes your affection and attention and maybe she feels sorry for you. And, you know, that, that one girl had sex with you for money. Like, yeah, I mean, where do I, I mean, I don't know what you're asking me, but I mean, here's the thing. No, don't wait around for that girl. Don't fucking wait around for that girl. That girl's not coming for you. She doesn't love you. She doesn't want to be with you. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but you know that. I've seen a picture of you. I've seen a picture of this girl that you included in the email. Um, you are you are adorable, but yes, it's true. You are you are a big guy. You're overweight. I'm just saying it. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's probably not a healthy thing, but I I know what you're going through. Like not on the weight factor because I'm I'm fine. But anyway, I don't know why I'm saying that. That was horrible. I'm not not. I'm just saying I don't want to try to relate to you on that level. I can't relate. I'm a fucking white girl bangs in Los Angeles who uh you know wears whatever bullshit I wear. But here's the thing. I I have friends who have been in your situation. Uh, I've known guys like you um, that have had crushes on me. And the thing is with women, girls, when a guy likes you and you don't like him back or you want to try to manipulate him or, or you want to take his affection and use it to your advantage because you know they'll do anything for you, I feel like as human beings, we have a responsibility that nobody, I mean, not everybody obviously doesn't live up to or, you know, try to uphold. But, like, be nice to people. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Like, people have feelings. You know what I mean? Like, Ed, I feel like I, you know, I am just trying to serve as a big sister. I'm not a therapist. I'm not like, but I think it starts, you need to look back towards yourself and, like, work on why you're going for these kind of girls. I mean, they're cute, and they're, and you have a crush on them, and, and you know, I would say find a good therapist, a professional therapist. Uh, try to get healthy. Um, I don't know what you're, uh, listen, I feel like I'm going to say a lot of politically incorrect things here. You know, um, you mentioned in your email that you're overweight. If that's an issue for you and you feel like that gets in your way, health-wise, socially, it could, you know, doesn't pull in the girls you want to pull in, blah, blah, blah. You You need to, like, go back to yourself. Get healthy. Exercise. Uh, see a therapist. I don't know what your parents are like, what happened when you were a kid, what's going on there, but first and foremost, if you find yourself in a situation like this again where where it's not flowing, the thing is when it's not flowing with a girl and it's difficult, and this goes for everybody listening, you know, as far as dating is concerned, you know, like if it feels weird and it doesn't feel balanced and it doesn't feel reciprocal, if it doesn't feel equal and you feel like you're kind of like, oh, hey, hey, I like you, or you're going to, you know, pull somebody along, you know, even like that first caller of the night where she's talking about like the dude that she's, you know, her, the dude that's trying to break up with her in France, you know, and Sophia and I were, you know, we don't want her to be that girl who's like, hey, over here, like, come on, like, she's trying trying to nudge somebody. You want to be with somebody who wants to be with you, you know, and, 
these girls don't want to be with you. So you can't control them and how they feel about you or what they don't feel for you, but you can control who, you know, who you let get close to you. You can control your behavior. You can ask yourself, like, am I the version of myself that I want to be? Uh, You know, why am I overweight? Am I unhappy? Am I eating my feelings? Uh, You know, and whatever. I know I'm going to get shit on for saying anything about, like, weight stuff because, like, what the fuck do I know? But, like, you know, I say, that's but it's a real fucking thing. Like, that can matter. Like, if you're depressed, and you mentioned depression, making bad choices as far as, like, where you're seeking love, I don't think it's far off for the two to be connected. So, but that's why I'm suggesting, like, find a good therapist in Ann Arbor, Michigan, because I know there, I know there are some. I could probably, I'll, I could actually probably recommend one for you uh, via email. Yeah, definitely don't wait around for any of these girls. Um, I'm going to look at my tweets. I'm going to go back to the studio. Uh, area code 510. Hello, hello, how are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? Hey, haven't talked to you to a long time when I suggested that you date a black guy in a suit. I know you probably never got a chance to date a black guy in a suit, but try a suit I've dated lots, lots of black guys in suits. Wait, tell me what your name is and how old you and where you're calling from. That's what I ask everybody. Okay, I'm cute. I'm older. I'm 36. But I just wanted to suggest something to you that I always suggest when I call your show. Sometimes the guys who call your show, I know you're trying to be nice, but we males, we unfortunately need a strong truth serum because, unfortunately, we try to adhere to a woman's way of thinking, like everything's fair and, you know, I don't understand why, you know, Susie doesn't like me. And, you know, we try to adhere to that. Well, we can't. Our okay. situation so, so, is totally different because so, we're guys. So, so. So if I were to give Ed advice, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, I'd be like, Ed, you're, 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 I can't be mean, though. I can't be mean. Ed, you're okay, a nice guy. You're you. overweight. The dude, the girls don't want to fuck you. And they're, they, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. You need to fucking get your okay. shit together and be where you need to be, right? Right. And, and look, I'm going to be mean for you. I am a big guy. I'm 5'11", 270. Uh, I'm a happy dude. But here's the thing. And, and I've been a nerd all my life. I'm just one of those people who... I just evolved from nerd. I kind of took that nerd thing on, on, on tour, so to speak. But I will give the advice like this to that type of person. Dude, date you. If you wouldn't date yourself, fix that first. Because the reality is too many of us guys, we want girls to adhere to how we are. That's something girls do to guys. Girls want guys to adhere to how they are, except me for me. It doesn't work like that for guys. Guys either need to have a great face, a great body, or great pockets. It's unfair. Yes, it is. It's very unfair. Thank God I have it all. Thank God I have it all, (laughs) Q. No, I'm talking about as, as, as a guy, as a guy. But 
I'm just, but, I know, but I'm saying as a woman, I got the body, I got the face, I, I got it all. So relax, everybody. It's cool. I, I got it. Hello? Um, Wait, hold on, Q. I'm putting you on hold. I don't know what happened. We have technical weird difficulty. I have a Skype Hello? phone call coming in. Who's this? Hello? Who is this? Yes, what's your name? I'm 58 years old. Is this a prank phone call? Are you a ghost calling to say something about my pussy? Hello? Who's this? Ew, you're scaring me. I can't handle you. Someone just got us. I can't do this. Oh, God. Listen, Q, ghost, whoever you are. Okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to read another email. Q, stay on the line because I actually might have to use you like a lifeline. Um, tonight is a bizarre show. What's happening? Luckily, I have a... Uh, correspondent in uh, in England who emails me after every show letting me know how he felt about it. His name is Kevin. He's really cool. He's in a band. Should I talk about the band? Are they called the Green Cars? Is that, who, is that how you is The Green Cars? Green Car? Green Cars? Listen, whatever. Google it. Anyway, Kevin's in the band. He's really cool. He listens to the podcast. Or maybe he'll stop tonight. Um, it's a weird show tonight. Sophia M. Russo from Nasty Gal slash Girlboss called in. I'm getting like, you know, hot black dudes uh, calling in. I'm reading emails about overweight, um, you know, nerds. It's, it's fantastic. This is, this is what makes up the tapestry of life, all right? And we're having a party on Sunday, and that's a smell. We're all going to hang out and meet, maybe. Um, all right, I'm going to read this email from Sarah. Oh, I won't say her name. Okay. Hey, Lexi, I'm back on Tinder, and I've been getting a few hot matches and super likes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a guy that I like uh, has been talking to me for a week now. We seem to have a few things in common. We have mutual friends, and we're also neighbors. Lately, he's been hinting to talk off Tinder. Yesterday, he asked me if I was on Facebook Messenger. We're friends on Facebook because he added me after I liked uh, his music page that he linked. So anyways... I have the messenger turned off because I think it's really annoying and stupid, so I'm not on Facebook Messenger at all. I gave him my number because I really enjoy our conversations, and I think that chatting on WhatsApp uh, is more convenient for me. I have not heard from him since after that. I cannot believe it, Alexi. He usually talks to me before he goes to sleep, and he talks to me first thing in the morning, but he has not been active for the past 20 hours. What the fuck is happening? What are your thoughts about this? Thanks. Love you. XOXO. Well, Sarah, here's the thing. I've been 20 hours. I know the behavior has been different, and usually he's totally in constant communication with you. But listen, like Sophia said earlier, actions speak like, you know, louder than words. This is it. Maybe he freaked out. Maybe he, just, maybe he doesn't want you to have his actual phone number. Maybe he has a girlfriend. Maybe he's married. Maybe he's terrified of getting off the app, even though he kind of suggested it, right? But he wanted to be on another app. See, modern dating is so fucking weird. I've I've been in these situations too. It's like guys sometimes guys just get scared to give out their real number. Who knows how many girls he's talking to? Who knows? Like, you know, just all you have to do is nothing. Seriously. Don't spin out. Try your best. I swear to God, I know this is easier said than done. Try your hardest to not spiral over this. Stay as busy as possible. Like, I love the fact that you emailed me. You can always call me, too, every Wednesday. I swear to God, focus on work. 
hang out with your girlfriends, go on a date with another dude, masturbate, take an Epsom salt bath, get your nails done, did, get your hair done, did, uh, masturbate again, uh, call a friend, um, go to Whole Foods, people watch, go window shopping, because I'm not trying to force you guys to spend money, because you probably have everything you need. Um, there's so much shit to do. Fuck this dude. Fuck this dude if he's not coming for you. You know what I mean? If you're being flaky, this is actually a wonderful thing because he's helping you, like, learn about him. If all of a sudden he falls off the face of the earth and you don't talk to him and his behavior changes and it's erratic and it doesn't feel safe and it's bizarre and it's, like, nothing's consistent and it's not flowing, cool. At least you know sooner than later. At least you know now. You know what I mean? Like, because basically your ego is being hurt. You want somebody to love you. You want somebody to like you. You're, you thought that was happening and now you're confused because it's not going the way you thought it was going, the way you thought it would go, which is having an expectation. That is the major killer. Like, uh, you know, it's like such a, that's one of the most difficult things. Having expectations is like such a recipe for disaster and like, uh, you know, because most most times things don't go according to plan. The minute you are like, it's going to be like this, and it doesn't end up being like that, you know, then you have to be angry. But it's like, this is just what's happening. He's not reaching out. It's all good. You did not you did nothing wrong. You're cool. This does not define, like, who you are and doesn't define your self-worth. You know what I mean? This is not how you measure your self-worth, where a dude you met on Tinder is not, like, contacting you. Fuck him. Do you know how many times that happened to me on my exclusive dating app that I'm on called Raya? Because I'm not on Tinder. I'm on Raya. Um, oh, my God. I'm so... Oh, it's gross. Um, but it's happened a lot. And I've spiraled just like you have. But now if that happens, I don't. Because there are a million dudes. Um, and you want to be with the one that wants to be with you. And this guy isn't one of them. Maybe he'll redeem himself. It's only been 20 hours. Who knows what he's getting into? Maybe he has a family emergency. Maybe he's working. Maybe he's gone offline. Who knows? But, like, just like Joel and Sophia said earlier, like, don't don't freak out. Don't react. Like, be cool. Breathe. Let it just be. Trust that if it's meant to happen and he wants to see you, that he'll just reach out when he's ready to reach out, Okay. You can't control the situation. I know you want to, and that's why you're spiraling and you're spinning emotionally out of control, all right? Everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. And another thing, like, there might be a dude that's so great for you right around the corner who is not this dude, and, like, whatever happens, you'll see, like, in a few days from now, a few weeks from now, a month from now, a year from now, whatever, like, you'll be so over this, and something better will have happened, and you'll be like, oh, oh, my God, of course this guy fell off the face of the earth. Thank God. You know, he had herpes and AIDS and all this stuff, you know? And I would have gotten that, too, had I hung out with him. Ah, I have such a hard time saying these things now because I feel like we're so, like, the society, society is so corporate and politically correct, and everybody's on their best behavior that making any kind of, like, weird joke is not okay. It's so weird. I'm so hyper-aware of that in, in the you know, in the culture now. It's hard to make an AIDS herpes joke and uh, not flinch. That's how I feel. Anyway, so listen, I'm not going to say your full name, but I think I've said enough. So you need to just breathe 
watch a movie, stay busy, you're not rooted in this dude's approval or interest in you, you're fucking awesome, focus on your life, focus on making yourself better, fulfilling all your dreams and all the shit you want to get done, whatever it is. Hopefully it doesn't suck, but I assume since you listen to Boy Crazy Radio, you're probably like super cool and talented and like amazing. Um, Yeah. Fuck this dude. Anyway, I'm going to check in and see if there are any more calls happening. Uh, 646-378-0649 is the number. Oh, you guys, what a night. How is everybody feeling? I'm too scared to pick up that ghost phone call. It's too scary. I can't do it. I'll try again. Hello? Hello. Hey. What, who Chuck is, McBrien. Your name is Brian? Hello? Chuck McBrien. Oh, my God. First you were a ghost that I couldn't hear, and now you're Chuck McBrien. Oh, I'm not, no, so I'm just like, I was messing around while I was waiting on you. Oh, my God. If you're already abrasive, and I feel like this, this, is, a, this is a prank call. No, it's not a prank call. Okay, okay. So what is it? What's going on with you tonight? Hey, are you going to answer my questions? Yeah, what's your question? All right, so check it out. I know, number one, is it cool that I'm listening to this show and I'm like a straight guy? Oh, my God, yes. No, I'm just cool. I'm asking. I, I know this is boy crazy and all that, right? But is it okay that that you, is this just like geared towards uh, the female population or is, uh, is, it, is it okay for a guy to listen? And I'm not talking about Mr. Blackcock who, who gives a shit about that. handle this right now. I just can't. Uh, it's 10 p.m. I'm going to wrap up the show. If you want to call in, be the last caller, 646-378-0649 is the number. Tweet me a question at Alexi Wasser or uh, maybe I'll take this phone call. 971, who's this? 971? Uh, hello? Yeah, what's your name? How old oh, are you wait. calling from? Oh, my gosh. Well, I didn't actually think this was going through. Um, uh, my name is uh, Ahmed. I'm from uh, Portland. I'm 27 years old. Uh, wow, I, this is like live. Like I'm actually talking to a person. Sorry, I'm just. Yeah, like, what's going on with you? You're oh, okay. adorable. It's, okay. What's uh, okay. Uh, I think I know your friend uh, Andrew uh, Michan. <laughs> um, Wait, what's your yeah. name? Oh, my name is Ahmed. Like I'm, I'm from Portland. Like I, I was like I, like I've been to a lot of his shows and like, like I'm a comedian and I, I'm like trying to start a show, uh, here. So like, yeah, but yeah, I've been like a big fan for a long time. So. Oh my God! Well, thank you for calling in. How do you spell your name? A what? Oh, it's A H M A D. Um, yeah, but I don't know. You can just call me Bill or whatever. It's fine. Um, no, I love. Yeah, I'll call I, you by your actual <laughs> name. What's up with you? Okay. Um. So, or why am I calling? Or. Yeah. Do you have a question? Or, or yeah, why did you call in tonight? Oh. Um. I don't know. I'm just like. I don't know. I just wanted to. I guess like get some like life advice a little bit. I don't know if that's is the right like thing for that or. I don't know. It's totally yes. It's the perfect place for that. Oh, okay. I love that you're calling in. Tell me. I'll tell you. I'll, Tell you whatever you want to know. I mean, if I can, okay. tell me. What's your question? Um, well, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like really into uh, like movies, and like I really wanted to get like into the movie business, 
but I'm trying I'm like trying to figure out like what the right I guess path is or like I don't know. I don't know. I know you're like in LA. So um I don't know. Well, but, well, like, why are you, you live in Portland, if, uh, you're 27, you live in Portland, you want to be in the movie business, why do you live in Portland? Yeah. And why don't you, why don't you come to LA or New York? Um, That's like the only, I mean, yeah, it's probably, I mean, there's very, very little, like, actual opportunity here, so, I don't know, I mean, is like, I don't know, is it, like, difficult to get into the business there, or is it, like, I mean, what is it like there? I mean, I think that if you want, I mean, if you're in Portland, I'm sure you can just, like, Google, you know, or get a newspaper or go to on Craigslist and yeah. find out, or or some kind of, like, I don't even know what that website would be, but I'm sure there's, there are productions yeah. happening happening in Portland, and you can yeah. contact those productions. You can contact those productions, ask to be yeah. uh, a, PA, a PA, a production assistant, so you can get some experience okay. and you can, See how a set works and help out and yeah. like kind of get first firsthand experience of like how to help okay. out on a set. Now, what exactly do you want to do in the movie business? Um, well, I want to be like a screenwriter. Um, I don't know if that's like <laughs> it's like a tangible dream or whatever, but I guess I don't know. It's like something I'm really like passionate about, so I don't know. <laughs> oh my um, God! Well, listen to me. Listen to me. You're yeah. I feel like you apologize for yourself a lot, and you're you're a bit insecure. Is this true? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, well, I guess like I just don't know if like my dreams are like realistic or not. You know, it's just like like I think about it a lot, but it just seems like you know what I mean. It's kind of it's. I I guess it just seems more realistic to kind of pursue something that's like you know, like, hard careers or, like, you know, be, like, a doctor or something. I don't know. Well, um, well how do you make – well, I was going to say two things. First of all, if you want to be a screenwriter, you have so much control over that because right now all you have to do is, like, even if you're just – even if you're in Portland, which is a beautiful city. I love Portland. Yeah. Like, just yeah. write every day. Write every day. Write a yeah. screenplay. Have you written a screenplay? Um. Yeah, I've written a few, Um. but I haven't, like, filmed any of them yet, but – I don't know. I guess like, no, I'd want to, like... Listen, Hey, hey, stop it. Yeah. Stop. Just, like, breathe and just stop talking for a second. You don't need okay. to shoot your stream. But please, like, I can't... The energy is manic. I have my own manic energy, but, uh... Okay. You don't need to... Sh- you don't need to shoot your screenplay. If you, I can't... If you have, like... If you actually have finished a few different screenplays, uh... I mean, that's... That's a big deal. I mean, I don't know if they're shitty or they're awesome or they're okay or what the deal is or, or whatever, but it's, like... Just to have written one screenplay, you you send it to people. You can submit it to places. I don't know exactly where you send it. You can submit it to like, um, oh God. I mean, I don't know. You could Google like the festivals or uh, film programs like AFI or Sundance or South by Southwest or uh, agents. Uh, you could send it to you know what I mean. Agents, producers, like ask around. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like Google the shit out of like. Uh, I would say find out if there's like a a literary agency in Portland. Google yeah. literary agencies in Portland. All right, are you really listening though? Because you have a, you you know you saying all right, all right, all right. Like I just feel like your manic energy is kind of uh, it's just oh uh, like really? breathe, <laughs> breathe, just like yeah, just breathe. No, I'm just like 
I know. I'm just like really because I don't know. I'm just like 27, so I just feel like I I should have like like a movie made by now. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, so listen, just hold on. So your homework is this: Google literary yeah. agencies in Portland. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then also, and also, do you have any filmmaker friends or people who want to make movies that you know in Portland? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a few people. Yeah. So, so ask around, find out who has a camera, like something like a Canon 5D or whatever that anybody has. Like, if anybody has a camera and wants to, like, you know, shoot a shoot something and write a little short film, have somebody shoot it, have somebody like rent audio equipment and have somebody do the sound and hold a boom uh, and record the the sound into like a you know recording system and and uh. like. You know, you can put like, you know, go on Craigslist and like, and or put an ad up, put put something up on Facebook. Like that's the power of the internet. Facebook. Anybody just go. Anybody in Portland want to work together and and make this short film that I wrote? I'm looking for a DP, like a director of photography, uh, a sound person, and then you, you'll need an editor. You know, and maybe some people yeah. do both. Or you know, so all you need is a sound person, yeah. a DP. A script and just make a little, make a little short, make a little three minute or seven minute or eight minute or whatever you want to do short film, and uh, it could even be one of the scenes or a shorter version of one of your screenplays that you've already written. Like the fact that you've written an entire screenplay is like people live in Los Angeles claiming to be screenwriters who just hang out at coffee shops and do bullshit, nothing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, um, how do you make money? How do you make money right now? Well, I'm a ref- like a referee um, for soccer, and I'm also um, like a copywriter. But I'm also going to school to be like a physical therapist. So I don't know, just like a lot of different things. But um, I don't know. I guess mostly right now, like that's like what I'm really passionate about. So that's what I want to pursue. Um, I say use your family. How many friends do you have on Facebook? Okay. No, are you listening? No, I just asked you a question. I said, how many friends do you have on Facebook? Oh, oh, 5,000. Well, I'm trying to get more, but that's the limit. <laughs> Wait, how do you have 5,000 friends on Facebook? I'm just like, I guess I'm just really popular. I don't know. Like, I know everyone you- in Portland, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this, is, so this is great. So, like, right on, right on your fucking Facebook. Like, figure out what what you want to shoot and then just, like, use Facebook to your advantage and then, like, yeah. learn and make a, sh- make a short film and it'll, it'll be, like, a really good crash course education on, like, making something. And then and then you go from there. And then Google, okay. you, can even, you can even put on Facebook, hey, I wrote a screenplay. Who do I send it to? Does anybody have any leads? I live in Portland. I want it. Whatever. Just, like, ask questions yeah. thrown onto the world. Who gives a fuck? And Google yeah. literary agents. Google, listen. Yeah. Stop interrupting. It's stop it. It's too much. I can't take the yeah 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 yeah. Stop. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Stop. Um. Okay. I already. Sorry. I'm just like responding. Okay. I know. It's, it's okay. Um. So I'm gonna wrap up the show. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Uh, I would love to see you if you live in Los Angeles or are planning on being in Los Angeles this Sunday, November fifteenth. 9 p.m., I'm hosting a show called Alexi's Big Show at the Smell. 
Uh, it's in downtown Los Angeles. I will give you the address right now because I feel like you need to know all the details. Oh, shit. All right. The smell located 247 South Main Street in Los Angeles. All right. Los Angeles, California, 90012. Be there. Doors open at 9, shows at 9.30. Alexi's Big Show, a pop-up comedy show featuring Brent Weinbach, Lil Lester, Andrew Michon, Casey Jane Ellison, Georgia Brooks, Sean Perlman, and Alana Johnston, hosted by me, Alexi Wasser. And I will be basically, you know, doing all the stuff I do here, kind of giving love advice, doing crowd work, trying to get people to mingle, flirting, taking proposals, whatever it is you want to do, except for, like, be mean or rude or hurt me or, like, whatever, please don't. Be nice. Uh, yeah. Sunday's the night, Los Angeles, California. See you there. $5 at the door, totally worth it. Free hugs, maybe a makeout booth. All right, very excited. Thanks, you guys, so much for turning into Boy Crazy Radio. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. Uh, and I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Hey. Think it's a game. How much you made? Made to me 
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.